Welcome to another episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. Today and next week, we are going to focus on the challenge of engaging with others. As you know, depending on how well we accomplish the skill, we can either be very happy and successful in the many aspects of our lives, or we can be miserable every step of the way. So we need to make some conscious decisions. First, a universal proposition. You can always learn something from each person with whom you have contact, either what to do or what not to do. Think back to when you first attended a new school or joined an after-school activity. You were thrown into a new group of people and you had to figure out the power players, the most popular, the troublemakers, and all the other social dynamics before you could fit in comfortably with a group. This same jockeying for position exists for adults within every company, every organization, and every social group. Before you enter a new group, you have embedded in the fabric of your being a set of core standards or beliefs. These fundamentals might have been taught to you by family members, teachers, or clergy. Once you begin to engage with people, even as a young child, you immediately begin to get a sense of others' outlooks and priorities. Whether consciously or not, you begin to feel that you either like aspects of another person's behavior or you don't. Although it is most often instinctual, learning from other people should be a lifelong pursuit this is an educational process for your own growth. It is not intended to be judgmental of others. Look at opinions, belief systems, comportment, style, skill sets. Take in the entire package. You will always learn things about another person. And if you think about it, then you will be apt to learn more about yourself. The evolution of this process is aspirational. By evaluating others, you become able to cobble together a larger menu of talents and approaches that seem worthy of your emulation. Equally important, you will see things in other people that you may not have recognized in yourself. It is possible that these traits do not play as favorably to the outside world as you would have assumed. As a result, you can recognize the opportunity which you have been given to modify this questionable aspect. That is the first step to self-improvement. By observing other people, good and bad, you have the opportunity to incorporate the best parts into yourself. But if you never take the time to look beyond yourself, 
you have eliminated a significant window on the world of opportunities for your personal development. Often, to learn about others, it becomes both necessary and helpful to share experiences about yourself. But the thing is, notwithstanding Instagram, TikTok, and any one of numerous other platforms, stop telling and showing absolutely everything about yourself. There are two very significant reasons for recommending this need for restraint. First is a safety issue. More than once, individuals have been harmed by someone stalking them online. However, it is the second reason for showing self-restraint, which is of greater concern today. Modesty is always a commendable quality. That is not to say that an accomplishment is to be denied, but there is seldom anything beneficial about the random broadcasting of your good fortunes. Many other people regard a self-aggrandizing comment as an attempt to elevate yourself by pushing down other people. Hence, a negative reaction likely forms. There is a qualifying point. It is certainly acceptable to self-promote within the area of one's expertise where comments are made for the purpose of illustrating a certain level of competence. Beyond that promotional disclosure, enjoy your activities and your acquisitions, but recognize that other people do not necessarily feel as generous about your success. Instead, they are silently wondering why you have been chosen over them to be the recipient of so many good things. There is no reason to create a situation of jealousy or ill will when it can be easily avoided with a little thoughtfulness and discretion. The resources which we now have available online often give the opportunity to any nominally dissatisfied individual to rant and rave regardless of justification. A couple of points need to be made. First, there is absolutely no complaint or disagreement which should contain personal attacks, especially in public. If there is a disagreement over the handling of an issue, stick to the issue in a respectful and civilized manner. To communicate in a different manner or tone only escalates the volatility of a contentious situation. Further, how you present your points directly impacts on how you are perceived, and the significance of your viewpoint may be substantially diminished in its effect just by the style of your communication. The second point which is often overlooked, is that there is always a balance. Whenever there is a privilege given, there is also a corresponding responsibility as to how one handles that privilege. Often that balance is overlooked when one champions the freedom of speech as a tenet of the United States. And without the presence of balance, 
the United States would not operate as a functioning democracy. One way in which to exercise one's freedom of speech is to know to refrain from speaking ill of someone else. Making that choice represents a form of utilizing your control over the situation. And if you choose to expand your creativity, try engaging in fiction writing instead of making derogatory comments about another person. As you have no doubt experienced, activities over the past year and a half have shifted to many more solitary pursuits. With the exception of a flurry of Zoom calls, we have encountered a far more limited exposure to working and socializing with other people. Of course, the evolution of our re-socialization is dependent on medical constraints. However, if you are finding that you are not as comfortable with your skills when working with others, I do have a suggestion for you. One of the easiest and most beneficial ways to enhance your ability to engage with others is by volunteering. The opportunity to invest your time and emotions around a cause with a common importance offers many benefits. Of course, you are benefiting society as a whole. You are directly affecting and improving someone else's life. You may gain both physical and emotional health benefits by forming an emotional connection with another person. Your exposure to new people gives you the opportunity to develop your ability to work better with others while gaining exposure to new perspectives and views. When children learn the lessons of working well with others in the sandbox, they are taking initiative which can be a powerful experience. By applying initiative, children very subtly take control over a situation steer the direction, and exercise their will so as to have an impact on the outcome. You too can gain the benefits of working well with others in the sandbox, regardless of your age. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?